Hey everyone, I'm JR, and this is one of Mike's mini history lessons. Hong Kong is an island city in China. With over 7 million people, Hong Kong is officially a part of China, yet it does not behave like it is. First of all, Hong Kong has democracy and elections in its own affairs as well as its own passport. That's right, to cross into China from Hong Kong or vice versa, all people need to show a passport, even Chinese citizens. Hong Kong has its own immigration rules separate from mainland China, and the same goes for Macau. Mainland Chinese can't just move to Macau or Hong Kong, and the same goes for the reverse. So basically, they act like separate governments. But why? All three are a part of China, but have separate currencies, postal systems, governments, Olympic teams, and languages. Mainland China speaks Mandarin officially, Hong Kong is Cantonese and English, and Macau is Cantonese and Portuguese. What Macau and Hong Kong don't have is their own military or officially the ability to make diplomatic relations with other countries. Yet they have consulates, like embassies, and are desperately a part of international trade organizations. So what is going on? Remember, China says they're a part of China and the world goes with it. So it's called One China, Two Systems. This is also what China wants to do to take over Taiwan, but Taiwan does have a military, so for now, Taiwan gets to remain free. This all began in the colonial era. In the 1500s, the Western world wanted direct access to all the Chinese goods. China was reluctant to trade with the West, which caused multiple skirmishes until Portugal was able to purchase the city of Macau from a local Chinese warlord. Eventually, Britain also discovered China and they wanted silk, porcelain, and, of course, the tea. So naturally, this led to the Opium Wars. Let me explain. The British sold opium, which led to widespread addiction throughout China. China and Britannia had a war. And the result of that war was British victory and the occupation of Hong Kong. That's the Cliff Notes version. We'll cover the Opium Wars in a later lesson. Later on, China agreed to let the British keep Hong Kong for 99 years in 1898. So with a little quick math, that comes out to 1997. Pushing this issue to the wiser futuristic world of the 90s. The 1990s. These cities lived under their colonial rules. Hong Kong grew under British law, much like Canada and Australia, while Macau became essentially the Las Vegas of Asia, when the lease was up, both cities would be returned to China, which was now communist. Naturally, these places were worried. This was a far cry from the government they were used to, so they agreed to another deal. China would let these cities rule themselves as long as the world called them China. China agreed to only let them run themselves for 50 years, at which point they must be fully absorbed by the communist government, which leads to today. Citizens of Hong Kong are often protesting what they see as communist interference in their city affairs. In 2019, the Hong Kong government tried to pass a bill to send Hong Kong citizens to China to be tried in crimes if requested by the communist government. This has led to non-stop weekend protests for over a year. The bill died, 
But the protests to resist communist takeovers continue. And recently, China passed a law saying Hong Kong can vote for local leaders, but China picks who can run. The tension continues, and the situation is evolving, so we will have to wait and see how it ends. Or at least, that's the lesson you would get if Mike was your history teacher. Thank you.